everybody how you doing and welcome today to this conversation truly if you're a person that feels like you know i be giving my best or I'm trying my hardest, but sometimes I feel like I'm not being able to give my best in all areas of my life. And I believe through this conversation today, I have someone on that I believe is going to give us some great insight on how to, I'll say it this way, knock things out the park. You'll understand that in a minute. And I want to make sure that you join me, join, grab your friends, grab your family, make sure that you're a part of this conversation because this conversation is going to help us all make sure that we're living a purpose-driven life. Come on, let's jump in. I remember when I was first looking at starting my podcast, one of the things that I was looking for was a cost efficient place that I can be able to do what I was dreaming and doing. With Anchor, I found that. I found a free platform that can be able to give me the tools to make sure that my podcast sound good from edits to music to different other things, variety of things that can be able to assist me to make sure that I had a professional sound podcast. But then also one of the things I found that I loved uh, when I started to use Anchor was they have various of different places that they are able to distribute my podcast from professional places like Spotify or Apple Podcasts and many, many more. Now, with this, the thing that I'm I love to do is because I might not do it in my house or might need to do it in my car. So I'm able to use record on my cell phone. I'm able to record on my tablet or even my computer. So for you to be able to do this as the podcaster, you need to make sure that you download the app to your phone, to your tablet. You can do it on an Android or on an Apple product. But also, if you want to be able to access it on your computer, you have to go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, anchor is A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. Welcome to the team. Hello and welcome to the Focus on Greatness podcast. My name is Hiram and on this platform, we highlight ways where men can be able to experience greatness in their everyday lives. And today, I believe that we are going to learn some very great lessons through just this great conversation that I'm going to have with, with this guest that I have. And in this conversation, I believe that we're going to learn to make sure or how we can have purpose-driven life, how we can make sure that not only sometimes when we think about purpose, we're looking at only, you know, in our jobs or we're looking at only things that we can do for our community. But I believe that when we're talking about effective purpose and having a purpose-driven life, that deals with your families, that deals with your finance, that deals with all areas of your life. So I brought someone on, I have someone on that wrote this beautiful, powerful book, 
called The Truest Fan. I want to make sure that you get this conversation, not only hear what we're talking about, but get a chance to read this book. Because in this book, he's going to be able to lay out some things on how all of us can make sure that we have a purpose-driven life and become the truest and the best friend. So can we do this for me? If you're driving in your car, listening to this, I know people listen to podcasts um, when they're um they're at the gym, they're taking walks, they're walking their dogs, they listen, whatever different forms of ways that you're listening to. I want to make sure that you continue these conversations with me. So before we dive in, make sure that you are subscribed on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, and the other different major platforms that are out there. You can continue these conversations while you're doing all of that. And so while you're listening, while you're subscribing, and while you're doing all that, make sure right now, I want you to do me a favor, put your hands together for me. If you're driving, I know you can't take your hands off the steering just tap the top of the steering just to let me know that you're listening. And welcome my guest on today, Rob Brown. How you doing, sir? I am doing great. Uh, man, what energy you bring. I'm 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 I was already pumped up to talk to you. Now I'm even more pumped up. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you so much. Uh thank you for taking out some time and being a part of this conversation on today. I do believe that this is going to be a very effective combo. Uh and I can't wait to dive into this conversation. So before we do that, do me a favor and kind of introduce yourself to those that are listening, the listening audience that probably don't know you or those that do so they can be reminded of who you are. Sure. So as you said, my name is Rob Brown. Um, I am a father um, of triplet daughters um, wow. with my wife, Lori. We've been married for 34 years, I think it is. I always get the number wrong. I probably <laughs> did the math wrong. But anyway, for a long time. So we have a great yes, partnership sir. with three great daughters. Um, I am a business uh performance coach and a personal performance coach. Um, and I'm an author. So as you mentioned, um, I recently wrote the book, uh, Truest Fan. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes. So um, I want to I want to ask this question uh, just to kind of start off. One, um, just from kind of doing a little bit of history on you and, and reading a little bit about yourself. Um, I know that you are a baseball fan. And um, but I really want to kind of get get an idea of you as a person and where we kind of came up with these steps and these things that you that you're writing about, even in your book, of how to really be a purpose driven person. Where did that kind of come from within you? Well, it comes from um, a couple of different places. Um, mm -hmm. First of all, it comes from God. Um, I think that when um, I, I try to wrap it all together, I know mm -hmm. that my purpose is to live in a way that God intends for me to live and to show God through the things that I do. So I think that's where it starts. Yeah. Um, but also because um, I am a father um, and I'm a business coach, or, mm -hmm. um, I, I get to um, talk to people about achieving purpose and impact mm -hmm. in their lives. And, and having done this for, for many years, um, these, these lessons have really, have really resonated and come together. So I like to think that the things that I teach and share are probably not, um, unique. Um, mm -hmm. when we get a chance to talk about them, I think you'll right. agree or the audience will agree, but they resonate because they're the timeless things that happen uh, over and over again that we want to 
instill in ourselves, remind ourselves so that we can be, uh, so that we can be better. So it's, it's, it's the things that I've learned from the people that I um, interact with. I think that's mm -hmm. the other place they come from. Okay. All right. So um, I know that um, again, reading your storyline, I know you started off in finance mm -hmm. uh, and then you kind of shifted over to, like you said, now being, uh, being more of a coach, what made you shift over to doing what you're doing now? The, the big thing was in the work that I was doing in my career as an executive, when I, I started out as a financial advisor, financial planner, kind of grew mm -hmm. into an executive role. But in that executive role, um, I was um, saying grace over 250 other advisors. And mm -hmm. I found I just loved coaching them and building them up and finding better ways for them to live more purposefully, to be more intentional about the way they were growing their businesses. So so that was kind of a transition um, for me. Oh, okay. Okay. Now in your book, you talk about, um, or basically the layout is you talk about seven characteristics uh, that you kind of break down in helping us to be able to be, I guess you live this purpose-filled life and making sure that we are, uh, as I, I love this, this, this thought process, hitting it out the park um, in every area of our lives. So what is these seven characteristics that we have to be able to walk in or have. Right. Well, um, yeah. So the seven um, lessons or seven characteristics you call them are uh, number one, um, you need to, to be a truest fan. Mm -hmm. You need to be your own truest fan um, that you have to believe in yourself. So that's where that's where I where, so where I believe that it needs to um, to start. Right. Um, secondly, I think it's important um, if you're really going to knock it out of the park. I love that um, expression. <laughs> you've got to make sure that you put your most important work first, whether it's your work at work, your work at home, your work um, in the causes that you care about. You've got to think about what's the most important thing that you can uh, be working on. So putting your important, most important work first. Mm -hmm. um, the third um, lesson is um, uh, is to love one another uh, because uh, no matter whether you uh, win or lose, it's really how you play the game. And I think yeah. love is a big, big part yeah. of that. Yeah, it is. Um, um, lesson four or, or characteristic four is um, smile and smiles and kind words uh, hmm. go a long way. You know, sometimes yeah, think like we can't have impact. Yes, you can. Just like you did to start this podcast. You brought the energy. You brought the smile. You you, you said some good things that really get people fired up. So I think that's a great way to live with purpose and impact, even when you yeah. think uh, that you can't. Yeah. Uh, the fifth lesson is your family deserves your very best. You need to be your family's mm -hmm. uh, truest fan. Um, lesson six is um, God is your truest fan. And we have to Ooh. remember that he's up there uh, rooting us on um, yeah. every single day. Um, and then the final lesson is um, intentionally live the life you were born or intended to live. So be in intentional about it. Don't just take uh, your life and your purpose for granted. Right. Right. I love that. I, I love that. I, I want to start and um, look at, I think, because sometimes we, we lean on really the last one. Uh, that you that you talk about. Surely when we're talking about purpose, we we lean on that last one a lot. But the first one for me, I think, is is also as important. All of those seven lessons and characteristics are vitally important, I believe. But the first one I love, and I want to kind of ask, really, even with you, when we talk about number one is believing in yourself. Um, where did that start with you? You know, 
because I know with me, I'll say for me, for me, it took me a while. It took me a while. It, you know, even just raised, I was raised by a single parent um, all the way until I was 15 years old. My mom raised me. Um, and so there was a lot of different things as a single, you know, only child type thing. And, you know, a lot of different struggles that I went in. So it was hard for me as I got older to believe in myself in certain areas of things that I wanted to do, even when it came to this podcast, being very honest. Um, but I had to get to a point where I started to believe in me for me to be effective. So when when did that kind of start for you? You know, I, I think it's it's ebbed and flowed throughout my life. If I said that I have believed in myself, you know, from you know the the day that I turned you know X age and I've been right. that way ever since, I'd be I'd be lying. You know, there are actually some things going on in my life right now that are a little mm -hmm. bit out of my control that caused me every once in a while to, to just go and rob you, you still, you still there, you know, you still right. believe what you believe in. So I, I think it, I think it ebbs and flows. Um, but I, but I think maybe if I was trying to pinpoint, um, you know, something in particular, it would, it would probably be, um, be as, through being a father, um, because as I, as I became a father, and as, as I mentioned, I have triplet daughters, so yeah. that's a, a little bit of a different, that's a, <laughs> a unique way to be introduced to, um, to fatherhood. That yeah. um, that responsibility uh, really kind of caused me to to stop and think. You know, mm. if I'm going to do this and do this right, I've got to I've got to get myself right. I've got to be the best father that I can be, and believe that I can be. Yeah. Um, a, a great father. And, yeah. and I think that's one of those cases, but it's happened in, in business and other things too, where you just have those, um, those moments where you tell yourself, you know, this is a case where I really have to, um, to, to just, to just, just believe in myself, just do trust that you know what you're doing and do it in a way that, um, that lets you shine. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things I was thinking about, even when you're, even as you were talking when I thought when I thought about the context of just believing in yourself, I wanted to I thought about it and wanted to ask. What made you write this book specifically, like what made you go after writing this book um, and kind of like what is the what is the impact that you're looking or you, you really wanted this book to be able to have? Right. Well, I really believe in this concept of being a truest fan and being a truest fan means um, that you are a truest fan of yourself. Mm -hmm. of others and that you're you're encouraging others it's a, it's yeah. a it's a message of 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 giving and caring and loving yeah and one of the things i've noticed in the work that i do is there are a lot of successful people and i work probably more with men than women so a lot mm -hmm. of my experience is probably more with men a lot of successful men who have great families they're mm -hmm. they're doing some good things in their community their businesses or their careers are good but they know that, that there's something more. They, they want to yeah. reach some higher level. They know that word purpose is important. They think about having impact. They think that's important and mm -hmm. they don't know how. So I wanted to give kind of a step-by-step -step guide for what can you do? How can you take action yeah. towards delivering on your purpose, delivering on your on your impact and doing that in a way that is that is that is true, that it's not just for show it's mm -hmm. it comes from the heart yeah so what are what and i think that that's great because i think sometimes just like you're stating there are people and sometimes we all 
get into this position where, you know, yes, we're working, we're doing different things, um, even becoming successful in those things that we're doing, but it does still feel like, man, I feel like I got a lot, I got more than I'm supposed to be doing, but I don't know what that more is sometimes. Right. And, you know, you have those different pieces. So um, how does a person start to really figure out that piece uh, so that they can start making sure that they're walking or living in a you know, purpose-filled life. Right. Well, I think it starts by making sure that you have a big dream. Mm. I think, and, and sometimes that is the greatest obstacle because we dream a lot, but then right. when we start to really dream and think about those things that we like to achieve, we like to have happen in our lives, the way that we like to mm -hmm. uh, affect and influence other people, we tell ourselves, no, I can't do that. You know, <laughs> so, right. so you, you discount <laughs> your dreams, but, but you have to start with your dreams. You have to dream big, you have to have a picture of what success will look like out into the future mm -hmm. and, and visualize that and kind of hold that close to you all the time. So that way, when you're going about life and you're making decisions, you can ask yourself, Hey, is this going to help me get to that big dream? Yeah. Is that just going to help me achieve the success that I want? And if it is, maybe double down, do more of it. But if it's not, you say, you know, I don't, if that sounds like a cool thing to do, but I don't have to do that because that's not taking me towards where I want to be. So you, so I think mm. you've got to start with the dream and believe that you can accomplish um, that dream, even if you don't know the exact steps. Yeah. I like that. I like that dream. Have a, have a big dream. I, I, my, one of the things my, um, mentor told me to do. He said, uh, he said, Harm, I want you to have a vision, but I want you to have a vision so large that you know it won't, you won't be, the, you won't be able to do all of it yourself. You, you know, you might not even be able to accomplish it in your own, in your lifetime. You might, that might be a vision or a dream that's big enough that it fits for your family or things of that nature. And then, like you said, just start moving towards it. You might not know how every step looks and, you know, it might be on the job training, literally, uh, but but continue to go. And I think I'm guessing that also goes back to that concept of even though you're dreaming big, you have to start believing in yourself, right. believing that you can be able to accomplish and go after these dreams. Yeah, no, that's that's absolutely um, the case, because if you're dreaming somebody else's dream, that's hard to believe in yourself. But I think yeah. when it when you believe in yourself and you've got the big dream and they and they connect, then that's that's, you know, one of the steps or some of the some of the momentum that really gets that um, that gets you working towards that dream. And and um, and when you're dreaming, you're not planning. There's a difference between dreaming and planning. There's a difference mm -hmm. between um, dreaming and strategy and tactics. Dreaming right. is, you know, the unbelievable, you know, saying that you want to accomplish things that um, you may you may never think is possible. Mm -hmm. um, and as you said, maybe you think, well, maybe that won't even happen in my lifetime, but maybe it, maybe it will. And maybe it'll right. happen in a way that, um, that surprises you because you'll meet somebody that helps you um, accomplish your dream, you know, more, more quickly. Um, yeah. It's just, it's just a, it's a, such an important process or, or I'm sorry, process yeah. for, uh, for getting started. Yeah. And I think that that's great because, for those that are listening, those that are watching, the, the reality sometimes is we just don't know what that first step looks like. 
you know, we don't know what that first step is. And so when we are trying to figure out or find, you know, what is that thing that I'm supposed to be doing? What is this uh, per se gap that I feel like I, I'm, I'm having that I'm that I haven't filled yet? Sometimes we have to do like like Rob is saying, we have to first let's just dream. Not, let's not plan. Let's not schedule anything. Let's not try to create a whole bunch of to do lists and things of that nature. Let's just dream and start believing in the context that I can actually achieve that dream. And then we can start this process and the first steps of going after having a purpose driven life. Um, and so I'm loving that. I, I really, I really love it. What would you say after they have dreamed and start moving in it? What would you say that they should be able to do like as a next step or a next move for their lives? Yeah. And that's, you know, that's where the important work step comes in. It's kind of figure out, then begin to start figuring out what are the steps that are going to get you towards, towards that dream or, or what are the, what are some goals that are maybe subsets of that dream? Mm -hmm. So, so like this time of year, um, I go out and meet with a number of my clients to help them do some year ahead planning. And what's really fun in that is we can reflect on the dreams that they've had, um, talk about what, how they have worked towards it mm -hmm. in the past year since we've been together and talked about it as a team. Mm -hmm. um, and then we can start strategizing on how do we implement that as a plan for next year? And then how do we break that down into the first quarter of next year? And most importantly, how do you break that down and make sure that you're doing something every day that is helping you work towards that big dream and towards those goals. So you just you have to break it down and think about what's the most important thing to do. Cause, cause you can do, you don't have to do everything, but you could do right. one thing every day that, that keeps you on that track that helps you feel that momentum helps keep that dream alive. Yeah, no, I love that. I love that. So for, the, I, I want everybody to hear some very, I would say some great nuggets that he just dropped. One of the things that, that, uh, that you just shared was not just a reference to just the aspect of planning, but you gave it a time frame. So in the month of November, you said every, every in the month of November, normally is your season or your time frame of when you start planning with your clients for the next year. You plan for the next year, but then you backtrack and say, okay, what do we need to be doing quarterly? What do we need to be doing here? And let's get down to the nitty. What do you need to be doing at least one thing a day? Um, I think we all need to hear that because sometimes we get so overwhelmed with the dream and probably all the things that we think will come with that, you know, all the all the goals or the steps and we can kind of get overwhelmed. But understanding that if you do at least one thing a day, you're getting closer and closer to accomplishing that goal or accomplish getting closer to that dream. Um, so I'm, I'm grateful that you took the time to be able to share that piece because sometimes we can miss it. Now, funny part is also this is around the time that my mentor does the same thing with me. OK, what is we, what are we looking at financially for next year? What are we doing? Uh, what's your goals for next year? It's getting in the mindset of preparing yourself for what you want to achieve on the next year. Um, so, I, so I'm loving this. I'm loving yeah. this. No, I, I think it's really important. And I, and the only thing I'd add to that daily piece is sometimes that one thing you do that one day you do it many days in a row, you know, it, mm. you know, it, it's, or, or you, or it's something that's recurring that you do every week. So it, 
Right. So you don't, you can't, you don't want to get tripped up thinking I've got to do one thing towards my, my big goals or my big dreams. Right. And it's got to be different every day. Sometimes it's the same every day. You know, it's, um, it's a, it's a routine that you're getting and maybe you're you know running a business and sales are a big part of what you do. And to get your sales started, you have to have a certain number of contacts with the right people. And mm. so that one big thing might be, right. you know, making, making those, um, or that, you know, that one thing for that one day, it might be making, you know, making some calls or talking to some people or, you know, whatever, whatever that might be. Right. Right. I love that. I love that. I love that. So when, when people have done, I would just say like these first couple steps, have you seen through your own personal time frame of reference with coaching, have you seen the impact or the change in that person's life? Um, as they're making these adjustments based upon the teaching and things that you do throughout this book. Yeah. You know, cause what happens when you have the dreams and you start to um, think about how to put your most important things first, you mm -hmm. get quick wins, you know, little things, you make that little change or do that one thing and some, you get a win and you're like, right. wow, now I get why I'm doing that. So you see impact. So it might be, you know, because you have, decided what the most important things are, there's a whole bunch of stuff that you're not doing. You're not yeah. you know, a slave to your email inbox. And all of a sudden <laughs> right. you get hours back in your, in your days and your weeks. Um, so you feel less stress. You feel like you had greater control of your, of your time. And mm. so it, it, and, and sometimes, you know, in like, again, a lot of my clients or all my clients are, um, have a business so sometimes you, you find business opportunities that are just that were just lying underneath the surface wow. because you stop to um, to think about it. So but but most of the time, I think where you see it first is just you feel less stress, like you have greater control over your priorities and you're not responding to other people's priorities. Yeah, no, I'm, I love that. I, the question that came to my mind while you were talking is. How have you helped or even with your own self, because a lot of what it sounds like we're also talking about is really having focus, mm -hmm. being able to focus in on these different areas of our lives. So how have you been able to, you know, working in the, the industry and in the form that you work in now, um, but how in that busy life, because sometimes we get so busy trying to focus on our business focus on, you know, trying to be productive or effective in that, that sometimes we're not, we don't know how to balance when, we, when it's time to come home. Because then you come home and it's like, oh, I just want to rest. I just right. want to, you know, but you're not able to be as focused as you was when you were in the office. So how do you help people to be able to balance that or stay focused in both areas or in different areas of their lives? Well, you know, sometimes it's really basic stuff by just by creating like little tools for how you respond to emails or to phone mm -hmm. calls or, or to the way that you do daily planning. I'm a big fan of, of spending at least, you know, 15 minutes every day, either mm -hmm. planning for the next day or planning for the same day if you're starting in the morning and just, mm -hmm. and just laying that out. And as you do that, um, there's a tendency to think that you can do more in a day than you can. Mm -hmm. And so I would much rather have a smaller list of more important things to accomplish than a big list of things that will never get accomplished because you can't physically do them. Mm 
Right. And and to also set parameters. This, these are the hours that I'm going to go to work. And then when I go home, I'm going to be there for my family. And I, I'm going right. to. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to accomplish things in such a way during the day that I don't finish dinner and immediately go back to my, you know, my tablet or my laptop. And I, I'm just right. going to I'm going to I'm going to be there for my wife and my kids and mm. and and give them that same focus that I gave to my business and my team and my clients you know, during the day. Yeah. Yeah. I And the reason and one of the reasons why I ask that is because I know sometimes I'll. I can speak for me. I know sometimes with me, you know, I'm working a regular nine to five, but then also then I'm trying to build, you know, this platform of the podcast and, you know, and all of that. And so sometimes it's like, where is, where do I have the time to do all of these things and still be able to be a father, uh, be a husband, you know, sometimes it's like, okay, trying to find those moments of where you can be able to be focused and sometimes you feel like you might be losing out on moments or whatever because you're so focused on trying to be, quote unquote, the man, make sure you're building and da, 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 um, that we miss these moments. And so that's why I said I wanted to ask because I know that there's somebody else that's like that. You know, they're coming home from their regular, working on either a second job or something else to be able to try to bring some form of extra income in and still trying to be a, a father and still trying to be a husband and trying to figure out how to balance all of those things. And so um, I wanted to make sure I asked for that person. Yeah, no, I, I I think that's a great thing. You know, and we've, we've got this term today, you know, we call what's your side hustle. Right. And I have no problem with people having side hustles or mm-hmm. passion projects that they like to do, but I yeah. don't like the word hustle because it almost makes it feel like you got to rush at it. You got to <laughs> squeeze it in. Yeah. You know, when it, when it, that. that'd be something that fits, you know, the rhythm of your life, you Ooh. know, um, you know, you could, you could um, decide to do um, a podcast, record a podcast every day. Right. If you, mm-hmm. if you, if you wanted to, if you really right. wanted to really get out there and blow up the airwaves, you could have a podcast every day, but you right. have a way that you've built, podcasting into your routine and you know the number that you can do so you can get out there and get your message out hmm. but it doesn't totally disrupt the what you do um you know from nine to five or it doesn't yeah. you know take away you know every night of the week so that you have no time to take you know your wife on a date or um take your kids to you know the things that they uh, they enjoy doing so i think it's i think it's important you know it's um Hmm. Um, just to be really, really thoughtful, intentional about it and, and, um, and know that, that there's time, there's time in the future where if you've got that big dream, things will work out. Maybe something will happen with your nine to five that, um, you know, allows you to, 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 um, you know, to free some things up that you didn't expect. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I really like, um, and I'm a, I'm a keep it for myself. Um, even though there's people that's listening, I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to keep this one for myself, Rob, is <laughs> uh, finding your rhythm and fitting the things in that you want to do to your rhythm. And and I've never thought about that. There is a rhythm. There's a pattern. There's a pace that your, that your life is having on a normal day to day. And you have to realize or find out how do I fit these things in that rhythm? Just like, a, you know, any musical person, there's a certain rhythm that goes with that song or that melody or whatever. 
But if you just start throwing stuff in there, eventually it's gonna the, the music is not gonna sound good at all. Yeah. Um, but I think if for me, if we look at same thing, if we look at our lives in the same way, we want our our lives to be a, a beautiful melody. When people, when other our families or those that are around us, um, even with our own selves, we want it to be a beautiful melody that we have. So we have to make sure that we're fitting the things in in the right timing, in the right pace, in the right places, so that we can still be effective in all the other areas of our lives. Yeah, I think I think that's uh, that's very well said. Thank you, thank you, Rob. Thank you. Um, I do want to ask you a question in reference to um, when it comes to reference to this book. I, I, I said I, I when I looked at your book cover, and I, I read some information, read some things. I said I have to ask Rob. How did you take this concept of the of the the lessons and everything? How did you merge this into your baseball world? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, um, I, I guess there's just something crazy going on in my head. Is the is the um, is the bottom line answer? Somehow I saw how it fit together. But you know, I, I love the idea of teaching through stories mm. and. Um, one of my great passions is being a Cleveland baseball fan. And when you're a baseball fan, you know, it's a game without a clock. Right. Um, it's a game where, you know, you can pay, you know, rigorous attention to it and notice things that other people would never notice about what's happening on the field. Mm-hmm. Or you can daydream and you can um, just be present in the game, enjoy the background and the noise and yeah. the back of the bat and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. And wow. um, I've learned a lot. Um, being a baseball fan yeah. um, and, and, and why being a baseball fan has given me a lot of time to think about life and family and God. And, and, um, and it's just, it just all kind of collected together in, into this, into the story and yeah. uh, a story of, you know, these, the people that are coming together through baseball, mm-hmm. uh, but to share with each other, the importance of, um, of being and, um, being true as fans of others and having others be true as fans of you. So it just, it just, it just came together. It was, um, it was just a kind of a creative, crazy process. Um, and something, and something that I told myself I wanted to do years and years ago, I was going to, I was going to write this style book, this fable style book. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it took me 30 years to get to. So talk about rhythm and dreaming big. I just had to, I just, it just had to find its right time yeah. um, in my life. Yeah. I like that. I like that. And while you're explaining, this thought process in reference to baseball, um, I'm think I'm sitting here like, wow, I never thought about it like that. I never saw even just the simplicity of just you know, you do have a, a setting of time where for baseball where you do you have moments where you can really dive in, you can focus in, see how different players are moving, see see how movements is going, who's uh, who's working stronger together. You, you know, you can see the communication happening from the pitcher to the first basement. You know, you can see all those moments or like you stated, you can daydream and just be enjoying the popcorn and enjoying, you know, all the other things that's happening around you, but really not be able to enjoy the game itself. Um, and and when I think about that, I was like, now I saw how he writes the book <laughs> because it's the same thing. We have to be intentional. Is is we miss moments just like a if a 
you know, a person that's in playing baseball and their outfielder, if they're daydreaming, they're going to miss the ball right. that, you know, because they're right. not focused in on the game, mm-hmm. um, you know, and so every portion and person on the field is important, but they all have to be focusing. They all have to be intentional. And I think that that's the same thing, even again, just correlating that even for me. Um, and literally, I just thought about this as you were talking. I said, okay, I have to be intentional. I have to be focused in different places and different placements in my life. If I'm the outfielder, if I'm the pitcher for the day, you know, if I'm the batter, you know, if I'm up to bat, whatever that might be, I have to make sure that I am paying attention and I can't daydream through life um, because even though the clock might be ticking, I'm still losing time if I'm just wasting and daydreaming and not being focused. Right, right. But you have to, but part of the the rhythm or the melody, as you said, of of life is having some time to slow down and daydream mm-hmm. and relax because you can't always be um, on duty. Uh, yeah. But, um, you know, as, as you were saying that, I think I maybe um, am going to add something to one of, to my, my big dream is um, now I think that I want to, I want some time in my life for uh, what will now be the Cleveland Guardians, not the Cleveland mm-hmm. Indians. That's the baseball team that I reference mm-hmm. um, in yeah. the book as I grew up in Cleveland. Um, but I want them to invite me to spring training as a coach to deliver a message. Even though I'm not a baseball coach, I'm a, mm-hmm. I'm a personal performance coach or a personal or a business performance coach. Mm-hmm. But I want to be able to tell them that these are things that if they want to have their best season ever as individual players and as a team they've got to believe in themselves they got to do their most important work they can't forget their family they've got to rely on god and they've got to be intentional and, and the other yeah. ones that go on because because it, it's because they are lessons that apply in a lot of places so so i'm gonna, I'm gonna i think i'm gonna add that to my dream to someday be invited to give um, a talk to the to the baseball team in in arizona when they get together in the spring well and and i can't wait to hear about it Um, because one of the things I do believe in reference to dreamers, uh, is a lot of times when we're dreaming, we might be moving in that direction and not even knowing it. Um, and so, you know, just like you stated reference to it, it took you, you know, some time, 30 years to just to get, you know, write this book, but along the way you were learning so many lessons, you were, you were gathering so much, so many, so much information that it, it literally puts you in the same direction of what your dreams were looking like. Right. And, I, I couldn't have written this book 30 years yeah. ago. I mean, wow. I would have, I would have known the lessons. I mean, they wouldn't have been unfamiliar to me if somebody said, you know, Rob, write a book about these lessons, but they wouldn't, you know, I would have the, the knowledge of them, but not the wisdom that comes from time and experience yeah. them in my lives and the way that they impact uh, other people that I encounter. So um, and I think sometimes that's um, something that we forget about, that we can sometimes learn things and think that we really understand it, yeah. uh, but we don't because we haven't lived it. We haven't uh, um, risen to a point of having, you know, some wisdom about it and being, um, you know, and having been around uh, uh, on this planet for um, six <laughs> decades, um, I think that I've probably accumulated a little bit of wisdom. Well, I, I can tell you, you have. And um, one reason why I could say that you have is because there are people that I know that are trusting your wisdom and they're coming to you for wisdom and for guidance. 
to be able to help their lives to be better. Um, and so uh, I'm grateful. I'm grateful that you did take the time uh, to be able to wait, to be able to make sure that when you did actually write this book, that it was going to be effective. It was going to be, you know, real great information that people can actually take and apply because now you've not only known it, but then you've seen people actually live it and you lived it yourself and now being able to see the results of those things. Um, so, uh, so for those that are listening, those that are watching, I want you to make sure that one, just throughout Rob's life, we understand and we see, yes, we all need to have a dream. Um, but also understand that there are things that are going to take time to come, come to pass and understand that every step that you're taking, every step that you're taking is getting you closer and closer to that dream. Uh, we want to make sure that even as Rob said, we want to make sure that we, yes, we dream, we dream big. I, I mean, I want y'all to dream humongously big. Uh, but as you're dreaming big, I want you to also do, just like he said, believe in yourself and believe that you can accomplish these dreams that you're going after, this dream that you see. See yourself in the dream. Don't just see the items and the, the, the books or the things, but see yourself writing. See yourself you know, opening up stores or whatever your dream might be. See yourself doing it, and then just start living life, enjoying life, putting plans together, putting things together, and making day-by-day -day steps and achievements in your own personal lives. Um, and then like Rob said, sometimes go sit in the go sit in the uh, go sit in the in the dug house and and watch the game a little bit. Take a rest yeah. off your feet and and uh, and so when it's time for you to get back into action, you'll be able to continue to move forward and continue to be focused. So um, thank you so much. I, I I again I'm grateful for you coming on. I'm grateful for this conversation. For those that are listening, make sure, I want you to make sure that you grab this book. The link is going to be um, in the description below and you can be able to grab this book, be able to take advantage of all uh, the wisdom, all the knowledge, all the lessons uh, that Rob has been able to learn and be able to put inside this book so that we all can be able to have the life that we all choose to have, which I do believe it's for the purpose, living our life on purpose. And so before we go, um, I do have one more question that I need to ask. I love asking this question. And it's for one of the reasons why I love is because I believe a lot of people have different definitions and answers, but it's always helpful and effective to those that are listening. So the question that I'm, I'm going to ask is, What's greatness to you? You know, I think greatness is um, pulling out that stuff you have mm -hmm. in your heart, that, that love, that happiness, that purpose mm -hmm. and that impact, and really believing in it yourself so much that it's easy to share with other people, that it, that it just happens naturally. Because I think mm -hmm. being great isn't about propping myself up. It's just having the confidence of knowing that I'm, I'm great. I'm, I'm, yeah. I was made by God. So I'm, yeah. I think I'm good on the greatness count, but I can make it better if I mm. share it. If I share that through love and smiling and caring about other people and being their truest fan. Yeah. I love that answer. I love that answer. One of personally, um, I do believe that greatness is really what you're stating. Greatness is serving. 
We're, we're, we're great. And in our greatness is being able to serve and to help others uh, not only be able to experience and see their own greatness, but also to be able to see their fullest potential of helping other people become uh, who they're supposed to be. And so I'm I'm thankful that you, um, again, that you chose and took some time to stop by and have a good conversation with me. Again, for those that are on, those that are listening, please make sure um, that you go and get this book. Make sure that you take the advantage of reading it. And then after you read it, I want you to do me a favor. After you read it and after you have started applying these principles, I want you to take the time to say thank you. Go back, talk to Rob, let Rob know how this book has impacted you and how it's impacting your life. And then after you, while you're doing that, communicate with others, allow other people to be able to see and to know the impact of these principles and these, these lessons that Rob is laying out in this book. So again, I say thank you, sir, uh, for coming on. Is there anything you want to say to, uh, before you go? And we can go. I, I got to tell you that, uh, that, um, um, you are, uh, I am, I am your truest fan. I just oh, absolutely love you, the energy that you bring to this and the message that you're sharing. Cause it is so, so important. And I think just building people up or, or providing this resource for people to, to, to be the best version of themselves or, you know, or at least one little step mm -hmm. um, is just, is just so awesome. So, um, so that's it. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you. That, uh, truly means a lot. Um, and um, I'm grateful for you. I cannot wait to be able to read somewhere or hear somewhere that you had the greatest opportunity to go talk to your favorite team and help <laughs> them to achieve their greatness in their own yeah. personal lives. Yeah. I'm going to go write that one down and add it to the, to the big dream list. <laughs> yes, sir. So everybody, thank you again for listening and being in tune today on today's conversation. Remember, we are here every first and third Monday at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. And I love you all. And we will see you next time. Talk to y'all later. Bye-bye. And I love you all. And we will see you next time. Talk to y'all later. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. I pray that this conversation was impactful to you in some form of way. What I want to make sure is that not only are you hearing and learning this information, but that you're taking the time to apply something some nugget, some some piece that you took from this conversation that you can say, I can apply this for my life to be better. I want you to continue to be with me and make sure that you're with me every Monday at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. I love you all, and I'll talk to you next time, right here on the Focus on Greatness family. Bye-bye.